is Sergio Vicente, and I am here with another episode of The Fight Podcast. Um, man, we're already in ep- number episode seven. Um, I am here, joined with the sports fan, fanatic, the man himself, Bryson Brownlee. Brother, what it do? What's good, everybody? Glad to be here again, talking some sports and fights and some, some culture with my boy Sergio again. Absolutely, man. Uh, man, um, there hasn't been a lot to deal with in terms of um, like fights the past couple weeks, but uh, it's cool. I feel like we uh, we filled it up with enough stuff. Uh, luckily, we have a lot of uh, big up-and-coming fights coming. Um, obviously, we have the big fight, the big heavyweight fight this <clears throat> weekend, <clears throat> um, and then um, with... Um, with Joshua and Parker, uh, but then the following week there's a whole bunch of you know MMA uh, fight cards coming out, so we'll kind of touch on a little bit of those this week, and uh, just like just kind of just touching base with you know everything else that's going on. Um, Hey, bro, just want to know, since there have been a lot of fights this past, like, couple weeks, uh, I've kind of just been watching old fights and shit on, online. Um, and I know you were just talking about that kind of stuff, especially with all the uh, UFC, like, 25 <clears throat> shit coming out. Uh, what'd you check out, man? Yeah, man, it, it's been tough the past couple weeks. And I think it's almost it's like a strategic week. thing that fighting right. does where they, it's like, I think they know March Madness is big. I think they. Uh, Ah, yo, I've never thought of that. The the UFC always has like a little break. They have one big card at the beginning of March. And then, and then they kind of just let the exactly. rest of the month off. And I yeah. think it is that. And then the start of baseball is this week. And, you know, it's big true. for people. That's it's true. Big for me too. But I appreciate it too because you you realize how much you love it. Like, dang, I just want to watch. I'm this so fight. fucking like, thirsty, man. That for a fight, fight. Like, like whatever. Yeah, man, whatever I, I've been over here watching like old ass, yeah, old ass kickboxing fights. I'm over here watching, going back and watching like glory shit on Fight Pass. Yes, I have Fight Pass. I can't help myself. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> you I, can't, I can't help myself. Yes. <laughs> I have fight, man. You need it. Uh, you know what, man? As much shit as I talk about the UFC, and I know a lot of people don't like Fight Pass. Yo, for for a library of just fights from all over the place, I think it's incredible. I think it's like the pretty much like the largest collection of just fights from all, all kinds of places, all kinds of great organizations, like fights that you've like heard about. Um, and they're, they're like legendary type matches are on there. So it's there. Um, I think it's awesome. I mean, even if you don't like the UFC, they have stuff from Everywhere. Everywhere they, they got old school pride like shit. Pride. They got old school shooto exactly. stuff. Strike force. Yeah, man. No, it's big, great. Like they have everything. It, yeah, so it's great, man. But that's kind of what I've been doing. Just like you said, going back watching classic fights. Uh, obviously, I had to watch because I I thought it should have been on the top twenty five. But again, I'm biased. It's Dan Henderson versus Rampage. That's my favorite fight of all time. So I watched okay. that all the time. What do uh, you think? So, so you do you still believe after watching that twenty five that that fight should be in the top twenty five? The Dan Henderson um, Rampage fight. Yes. Where do you where do you feel like it should be? I would say top twenty because okay. it wasn't okay. it wasn't. I thought more so because it seemed like that that uh, top twenty five was about moments in the UFC. Yeah, and that was it was a moment. unification. It was probably. a moment. Like that was the first time that it was undisputed mm-hmm. that you're the light heavyweight champion. And that's like, when they just folded in pride. pride. Exactly. That's when they were really, and then everybody at that point in time, especially thought that pride was that's where all the best guys right, were. The right. UFC was secondary to Pride, so everybody got hype on that. I get that. No, I think that's a that's a really real solid point. And just real quick, it was a five round war between two of the best to ever do it, two of the, the icons of the sport. And they were still honestly, in their prime. In their prime. Yeah. Whereas you look at the um Shogun and Henderson fight, that gets all this pub. 
But they were kind of washed up Man, at that point. Both of those like, motherfuckers were washed. Um, that was like it looked like to it looked like what it was. That's exactly what Joe Biden and Donald Trump would look like <laughs> scrapping. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, two old ass motherfuckers <laughs> swinging and just falling back and forth, and all of us look at it like, oh my god, it was such a great fight. Yo, that fight was. It had moments. Of course, it yeah, had exactly. moments. Exactly. But we're talking about a five round fight. And it had three minutes and moments. Right. 25 minute fight, three minutes and moments. 10 minutes of it was literally just laying on track, somebody rolling over, doing the crocodile. Yeah. So, So, no, I feel you with that one. And we we talked about a little bit last week. Mm -hmm. That list was um, obviously biased. And it's honestly probably a reason that the Dan Henderson Rampage fight wasn't on that list is because it's been documented the type of beef that both of those gentlemen have had with Dana White over the years. So true. So the fight that was on there with Rampage, he lost. He lost. Exactly. Exactly. So So they're not going to sit there. I mean, the UFC is time and time again proven that they are, um, especially when they they used to do it with Dana White, um, is very uh, childlike, very picky, very, Mm -hmm. you know, he, you know, Dana starts getting spicy and he starts getting his feelings hurt so he starts you know getting the Twitter fingers out there also but mm-hmm. um, but you said you watched the uh, Melendez fight the yeah. old school Melendez, uh, Melendez and, uh, Sanchez Diego fight Sanchez, what'd right. you think about it now again now that we've <clears throat> looked at it again that was something when it happened I was like oh my god this fight is amazing you, but now yeah. what do you think about it <laughs> we play Monday Money quarterback all the time with Always. stuff like that you know um it's a great fight. I think it does deserve to be on the top 25 list. I do, because if it's one of those fights where if I was actually watching it with uh, my cousin, and mm-hmm. he's in the fights a little bit, but not like me. And Good, it's one, uh, Justin. Justin. Justin, what up? <laughs> yeah. He's one of those guys that, you know, it's one of those fights where if I say this is what an exciting fight in the UFC is, watch this. But when you really look back at it and you moments. get technical with it, there's moments. moments. There's 20 seconds at the end, because honestly, Gilbert was touching Diego up. Diego had a couple moments, but Diego uh, Gilbert was touching him up. Yeah, yeah. Last yeah. twenty seconds, Diego does his you know crazy like yeah. intense you know yeah. insane his, his thing. Yes man thing. Throws up. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yes. He starts doing his yes man. Yes, <laughs> yes. 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 He fucking charges up and yeah. shit, and then goes at it. <laughs> <laughs> and they did it for about twenty seconds. Okay, cool. Second round, nothing much. Third round, yes, it was it was good. It was exciting, but. It wasn't what Joe Rogan at the end of it said. The best fight I've ever seen. Which Yo, I think he said Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan, the fight fan that he is, you can tell jumps into his prisoner of the moment <laughs> shit from time to time. And I, I don't know how many times Joe Rogan was like, "Oh my God, this is the best fight ever." <laughs> and, uh, and and it's so funny though because even when he says that shit. I'm I'm in here listening to it like God damn it yes. Joe you're right that is, that is one right. of the best of all time right. and then I go back and I look at the fight like a week later or whatever else later like let some time go by and you're like oh it was cool mm-hmm. like it was all right it wasn't like like so hyped up but uh, no but it yeah. still was an incredible fight um, there are just plenty of fights that are better than that one yeah, you know what I'm saying sure. exactly uh, but no that was a good one to see man that yeah. was a, a oh, super yeah. awesome one to watch but it just made you go back and. Yeah, had a little bit of time. Go back and look at some of the fights that were on. Right. Got people talking, so I, I appreciate that. But heck yeah, I'm ready for some real stuff to get going again. Pretty yeah. much, man. Um, there is uh, a couple. Uh, actually, you know what, man? Not the best times. Any ask you this too? Um, listen to any d- decent uh, music or some shit? Man, it's kind of the same thing with with me. Uh, hasn't been anything that's come out 
nothing recently. Nothing. So when that happens, you know, I kind of get into my classic mode again. Like I literally, which all I've been listening to, honestly, yeah. this week has been Reasonable Doubt. It's all week, crazy. this See? all I've been listening to all week. Reasonable Doubt. A lot of Jay Z, a lot of Nas. And yeah. That's what happens. I, I literally have a playlist on my phone called Real Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. And think of, when you think about what we talked about, it's kind of sad that I have to designate real hip hop. So I have people like. Who we've talked about, Nas, Jay Z, oh yeah, yeah. Talib, Black Star, yeah, uh, you can. This shit we grew up with, literally. Like, yeah, uh, we we've talked about it before. It's again the difference between what we grew up with and what's pretty much hot now, now right? is that we grew up with drug dealer rap. They're growing up with drug user rap. <laughs> so that's like I know I've said that a lot. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I heard it from, but whatever. I'm Makes gonna sense. coin it myself. Like I was when they came up with it. I think I did, but we still, got we got, you know what I'm saying. That's what it is. We got it. Damn it. Uh, but uh. But no, I think that's really what it is. I think we, all of our music was about, you know, it was still music. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just about, you know, two minutes like, like for instance, right now, and as much as I hate to admit it, Takashi, whatever the fuck, is, would honestly, buzz wise, is the hottest rapper in the game. Mm. But Buddy doesn't have a single track over two minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> now, don't get it twisted. That that blood walk shit that it comes out, oh, that shit, that shit bangs. Okay. That shit bangs. Like, don't. And here's the thing. I can't totally throw him into the mumble rapper category because I actually understand what the fuck he's saying. saying? So as much as I think he's a little bit of a clown, the little dude might have something, you know, going for himself. So I'm not even going to shit on him too (laughs) tough anymore. Right. But there is a difference in that kind of music in comparison. Again, what we grew up listening to. So, um... Yeah, that's uh, that's like I said. We're talking about the real hip hop wise. Yeah, man, come on, yeah, man. man. Like we 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 grew up with Jay and Nas yeah. and all of them, and, and you know we're we're still in that in that era. Huge influence. So I mean, that's just. I have what to I've go back. Doing, I have to go yeah. back too. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, and I also just to go with that. Like I listen to that, but then I get in my mode and I have a future playlist, and I get in and I get in my mode and I I just crunk that out you know crank that out so that's just been what it is you know i go between my mumble rap and then i go between my real stuff that i when i really need to get down and and uh you know feel enlightened no i feel you i mean that's what it has to be i mean especially when i when i definitely want to get like hyped up or i want to feel like i want to start like really getting my grind mode Mm -hmm. uh i always go go to reasonable doubt i go to uh i go to jeezy um you know, so there's like my certain go-tos that I that go do like Rick Ross. I go straight yeah. to certain people when I feel like I was like, oh, I want to like get, get into it. You know, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. uh, that's what it is, man. But check it out. Uh, moving on to the next thing, um, man. There was some stuff in the news that man really, really got under my skin, man. And um, it's uh, one of the rare moments that I realized that you know, listening to different podcasts and this shit this week, I rarely agreed with Brandon Chop on something, right? Um, so uh, this past week, Usada has. Um, they pretty much came out and said that Josh Barnett, the heavyweight legend, um, who about a year and a half ago uh, pissed hot, I guess, for some you know substance uh, in USADA, uh, come to find out after being suspended already for a year and a half, not being able to work because, as we already know, you, uh, USADA being the uh, regulation, the council that they are, you can't even fight in a different country if you're suspended by USADA. Uh, which, in already practical purpose, I think is ridiculous. So, um, USADA pretty much came out. We're like, yeah, we fucked up. And um, Josh Barnett's substance, he didn't really piss hot. It was like a mess of su- a substance, and they just threw it out. So, 
This is where the problem comes in. Josh Barnett, again, legend. His job is to fight, is to be a fighter, right? That's what he, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. We have not allowed this man to work because of this organization who has come in. And let's be very honest. The product in the UFC has drastically diminished mm-hmm. since these motherfuckers have been in here. Oh, yeah. Especially a certain country in South America. But Yo, don't go on that. The UFC was way more fun when the Brazilians fun. were jacked <laughs> exactly. and kicking motherfuckers' heads off, all right? And here's the thing. I'm not saying that USADA is a bad thing in being able to, you know, check, you know, drug regulations and making sure people aren't just, just, just juicing to the gills and shit. Uh, people making sure that that's not, a, like, currently happening, I, 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 I agree with. But... We have to know the facts prior to, to condemning these athletes. Right. There's been plenty of times. I mean, look at, you have Josh Barnett, um, Cynthia Calvalio, who got popped off of, uh, off of cannabis. Yo, small she got amount. popped off of a small, small amount of weed, and this bitch lives in it. And I, when I say bitch, I mean bitch in the best way. Yeah, when this young, beautiful yeah, lady, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, when, when she goes ahead and she, you know, pisses hot for for cannabis she lives in cali it's legal there you guys are stopping these people from actually earning a living right before even getting all the facts exactly we don't have all yeah go Go ahead ahead. no i'm sorry please no i'm just i'm really just you know piggybacking off what you said they've had enough instances now where they didn't get it right where y'all now you guys need to check and balance yourself where let's not you know condemn these people and say that they're guilty before we know everything because one that's going to tarnish their legacy even if this comes it came back for josh barnett that it was false it's still going to be in the you know but still in the court of public opinion we already know right that remember josh barnett back in the day pissed hot Mm -hmm. but being the fact that again people still again people still look at at chris cyborg like that also people look at these people who have pissed hot in the past like oh yeah, look, of course they're doing it. Romero's still getting it. Dude, and, now, mm-hmm. and he was one of the other guys I was about to bring up. Yeah, ahead, yeah. Romero has been getting pretty much piss-tested by that or USADA type organizations because he's been competing in the Olympics since he was mm-hmm. 14 years old or whatever ridiculous. Right. He's been, so he's the most tested athlete. And all of a sudden, something comes back. It ends up being a tainted supplement. But now every athlete that goes against him is like, oh, look, you know, he's winning and he's this because of, you know, he was on steroids or whatever. Yo, USADA, you guys are fucking up people's careers. You're Not only are you messing up their careers with, you know, the court of public opinion, but you're messing up their pockets because now, look, you can't get certain endorsements because you have this black eye on you, man. Um, what do you feel like, yo, Bryson, what do you feel like... Can the UFC do anything, first and foremost? Can they do anything to pretty much adjust what's going on with this? And if anything, if anything, what can they do to rectify what they've done with the athletes? Man, that's a tough topic because the UFC is... I think, you know, they're in a tough position because you got people like us that, you know, want to side attention. with the fighters and pay yeah. attention and make sure it's right before they are condemned. But then you do have some that have actually done bad so how do you clean the sport up without condemning fighters that haven't done anything like you know where do you go do you wait until all the facts have come do you give it like a certain time okay let's say somebody pops in january but 
you know, we won't know anything until July, you know, but like, how about you just say, okay, somebody pops in January as a UFC, we're going to give them a, a year uh, grace period to say, you can, you can still fight. You can still earn a living this out until we figure, until we figure out. out everything, you know, cause that kind of happened with the, I'm not going to go into every single fighter, but it's just happened well, where something's happened. They fought and then it comes back and, right. it's like, let's, and now they're, they're guilty. Like, let's wait and see. Let's how, wait and see. How interesting is this? John Jones has got he pissed hot over a year ago now, right? Mm-hmm. This nigga pissed hot over a year ago, but we still haven't got a decision from USADA. Nothing. So it's been over a year and a half. You haven't this this man can't earn a living because he's waiting for a verdict on you guys. What are you doing? Right. Somebody needs to be there that's actually and and here's another thing too, which I think is a bigger thing. The UFC. Take care of your athletes. When something like this happens, they should have had a huge press release saying that your Romero is cleared on all charges. He's never done this. This is a problem. Josh Barnett is cleared on all charges. Cynthia Cavallio is cleared on all charges so that the fans can look at it and everybody can look at it and not vilify these athletes. That is a problem and the UFC needs to get there again. I'm going to say it again. I feel like I talk about this every episode. UFC, take care of your fucking people, man. Mm -hmm. Take care of your athletes. And again, that's how you show people that, you know, that that this is how, you know, we have your back as an athlete as your employer we have your back right and if they don't have their backs these athletes should be able to union up yeah and if they don't union up they need to go somewhere else but primarily yes let's union the fuck up people let's get smart or as you said before everybody let's just go to russia go to europe let's juice up and just fight that's the straight up or let's all go to rising fuck it rising that's what i meant yeah exactly but no i'm with you i think that's a great idea you know give these guys a chance you know they already know that they're being tested you know, frequently, and um, you know they don't know when. So let's give them a chance. Let's give them a chance to make a living. You know, I, what I want to add to that real quick was it took. It's taken Usada this long to get to John Jones, the biggest sport. You know, star in the sport, arguably. Yeah, what, what are we waiting for? He's, he's made millions, so he's okay right now. But what about that guy like Cynthia Cavillo? What if it took her a year? She's what is she? 25, 25 Yo, right now. Yeah, she, you know, she's like, twenty five. She's she is. She's not making any money. What is she living off? Of, yeah, you know. And here's the thing: we don't think about everybody that they have to pay for. Right. They have to pay for camps. Exactly. They have to pay for coaches. They have to pay for nutritionists. They have to pay for all this access bullshit. Oh, managers. No. Everybody's yeah. taking a piece of their, their money. And again, man, they're they're like they're they're just they're ripping right. people off, man. And they're again, this always I think boils down to. MMA fighters, combat sports, you need to get a union together. You need to sit back and actually, you know, unionize and say, hey, these are the rules. We will not allow you guys to shit on us any longer. Um, They have that, you know, the Muhammad Ali Act and, and different things that are put in place that have the best interests in the fighters at heart and unfortunately MMA is not doing that I don't know what it's going to take but it's going to honestly be something along the lines of like what Colin Kaepernick is end up doing somebody's going to have to take it on the chin and not make money for the rest of us to pretty much get on board it's ridiculous it has to take to that but still that's what it's going to have to be Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree, man. Wholeheartedly, we're 100% on this subject. Cool. Well, look, man. So we're gonna we're gonna shift gears a little bit just because 
fuck those guys. I don't feel like talking about that shit anymore. <laughs> and it just kind of pisses me off that people consistently take take advantage of fighters. Right. Um, but on a more way more positive note. Prospect alert! Yeah! <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Right? <laughs> we need to get a soundboard or something. I just don't want to come off as corny. Um, so, check it out. Each week we do our prospect alert. Um, it is where we give a shout out to an up-and-coming fighter who we really, really, really have love for. And we want to just give them a bigger platform. Look, we call them prospect report alerts just because we want to make sure we're giving them a platform. You might not be a prospect. And if you're not a prospect, it doesn't matter. That means we still have love for you. We want to show you love. So please understand. Be easy. <laughs> be easy. Prospect is we just all know word. who we're talking about. We be easy, homie. You my boy. Uh but please don't come uh, at us in your Instagram. You know story. what I'm saying? Uh but uh doubling back to it, man. This week's prospect alert is this is a young lady who has made big waves um on the international circuit for a long time. Um, she has two Olympic gold medals. Um, she is a current um, super uh, middleweight champion. Um, we're talking about Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields is an incredible fighter uh, coming out of Flint, Michigan, man. If you guys don't have an opportunity, you need to check out her story. Um, dude, she's sitting out there at home in Flint, Michigan, brushing her teeth it, with bottled water and stuff and still training every day. And she was doing, doing that, um, getting ready to pretty much fight for gold medals and represent our country. Um, she's an Under Armour athlete. She is a primary sparring partner of who, in my opinion, is the best female combat sports fighter of all time, Chris Cyborg. Um, uh, yeah, man, Clarissa Shields. Uh, power in both hands. Really, really, really um, good counter ability, man. Surprisingly so. Um, so she's uh, her record right now is five and zero, two KOs. Uh, Bryson, brother, what you, you? I know you've seen her a little bit, man. What did you think about her? She's scary, man. She's scary. Her combos, no, she throws down. Like, like everything that she does is, you know, I don't like to do the gender thing because these women are killers. Yo, but quiet as it kept, female fights and fighters have been more entertaining than men in certain cases. They're almost more technical because they that, they like had to go into the gym and prove that they want to be here. And Absolutely. they had to sit in there and learn everything. Love like you it. just watch her fights in the Olympics even like how she's playing around and moving and moving her shoulders and her head. Yo, she's it's, playing with those yes, girls. It yes. didn't even look fair. She almost almost lets them hit her or think they've hit her and her counter is not, literally lifting women off their feet. Yo, she has a she has a solid chin also. Yeah. I've seen yeah. her get clipped and she doesn't move, Rolls, man. Boom. Super super yeah. durable, super technical. I love her aggression. I mean, you already know. That's one of yeah. my my favorite things in a fighter is when I see like aggression especially controlled aggression um but then she she throws i mean moving backwards she throws great combinations um coming coming attacking and one thing that i noticed that she did really well and it's kind of really awesome to see um for an, a, a young fighter granted she has a lot of amateur experience so obviously she's not going to be as you know um you know as uh, robotic but um but she cuts the ring off beautifully um She's one of my favorite to watch. Uh, again, man, what, what, what else do you got? Another thing, it, we, we touch on this when we talk about our prospects, or especially in boxing. She got that dog in her. Like, you've seen her fight, and she's talking shit to the ladies. I love like, it. I fucking love damn. that shit. That's just, especially with the women, because I feel like they have this, 
intrinsic, something that's ending that where they still have to be a lady. You know, which I hate that. It's fuck, fuck all that. Fighters, man. they're fighters, She's man. She's an animal. Going man. down, talking. Yeah, to you I love that. Ass. Yeah. She goes out there, man. You, you, you're absolutely right. She has that dog in her. Um, she just won her fight. She had a fight recently. She torched this chick. Mm-hmm. Um, Clarissa Shields, <laughs> salute to you. Um, we were, were, you know, here at the Fight Podcast. We're, you know, big fans, and we want to continue watching to do your damn thing. Uh, she's a great representation of the sport. She's a great ambassador of the sport. And um, man, I cannot wait to continue watching her in the yeah, future, man. man. Last real, thoughts on her, real quick. What would you pay more to see in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, sparring, Malinaji versus McGregor or Cyborg versus Clarissa? I'm gonna take <laughs> Cyborg for Carissa for everything that I got. Be crazy to see that. Yo, Cyborg versus Clarissa is far more entertaining and a more skillful match <laughs> than Pauli Majani's little fat ass and a little, little washed fat ass and fucking Connor's non fighting yeah, little rabbit punching ass. What I'm talking, you want to see some people get go down and get at it? Hell yeah! Let me see those ladies get at it. Oh, I love to watch it. I would love it. That would be crazy. Oh, dude, it'd be the best shit ever. Honestly, it'd probably be better than any boxing matches right now that Clarissa's in. I mean, she's in some top ones, but she look. look, look there, there's some girls out there that she's banging with, but yeah, yeah absolutely. We already know Cyborg. Cyborg is the best of the best, man. Um, but cool, man. Moving to the next thing, uh, where I'm just gonna bless a little bit of pop culture. Uh, we're gonna see what's been going on in the world, and uh, this is something that I didn't know how I wanted to kind of attack. But Killer Mike went ahead and threw me an alley-oop, so I appreciate it. Um, I don't know if you guys were able to see it, but uh, Killer Mike, the the Atlanta rapper, activist, all-around, big, good, <laughs> scary guy, whatever the fuck you want to call him, um, he is getting a little bit of backlash from the community because he did a... Uh, um, uh, an interview for this show um, done by the NRA, the National Rifle Association, and it, the the America's number one terrorist group. Um, well, one of them, uh, as we all know. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but what he ended up doing was that they put together an quote-unquote urban show that will essentially pretty much continue pushing propaganda on the black and brown communities and they were hoping to get the exact same thing from killer mike uh killer mike goes out there and he was said some nonsense about you know everybody in wakanda has guns and things like that and i think it just more than anything else showed how disconnected he is from what's actually going on and the fact that he's you know pubbing and giving showing love to the nra look i understand second amendment rights and all the other nonsense um but let's be honest the the second amendment was set up for uh an organized militia there are no fucking militias coming around anytime soon the red coats aren't going to come to get me so at the end of the day why the fuck are we using this shit uh bo you know you had some some something to talk about with this go ahead well yeah you know you pretty much touched on everything i wanted to say in terms of that individual right right? like but that is how a lot of people think my big thing is especially with the march for lives uh March. Could you explain what that week. is for people real quick? Yeah, just a real I mean, quick thing honestly, it. it's just a band of kids, high school kids, getting together, you know, in support of their 
other students, fellow students around the world. They're fallen comrades. Yeah, fallen kids that have been shot to say we're not gonna we're not gonna stand for this anymore. We need to do something in terms of gun violence, in, in terms of something, anything to get something done to prevent this. So they said we're gonna march. We're gonna march wherever we need to go. Um, I mean. Shoot, in Washington D.C. everywhere. They just they had some here. They yeah. had some in New big in New York, big in Chicago, big in D.C. I know there was one that was also big in L.A. Obviously, the big, um, the big liberal cities essentially right. obviously had um, um, a voice in that. Jigsy <clears throat> protests against gun violence and the NRA and such. And so, my my thing with it was how how can we go about this in a civil manner? You know, you get people that are for the NRA, they're feeling like they're being attacked. Like they, they were almost untouchable. So the best thing they can do is attack at these kids. Like why That's why disgusting. is that why is that an initial reaction? Why don't you try and understand what they're saying? There's some Republican that came out and said, um, instead of trying to get somebody else to, to handle your problems, why don't you learn CPR? Excuse me? The f- here, here's the thing. It shows the corruption that's already out there when these people are willing to just denounce and shit on kids who, a couple of things, I guess they don't realize that are about a year away from voting and getting their asses up out of there. Right. But they're just shitting on them for their own interests. They're <clears throat> denouncing what they're saying and trying to put off, play, put off what they're doing as fallacy just so they can continue selling guns and continue getting their corporate interests. So when I look at those type of things and I see these Republicans doing that, and not just those Republicans, because honestly, on a bipartisan end, they're, they're kind of doing it on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, it's disgusting. We need to get these people up out of there and we need to, you know, really, really, really have have some change, some kind of change and reform in like the Second Amendment, wherever it's being repealed or whatever the case may be. Um, something needs to change. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. You know, that's all it is. You know, how do you come to, at a kid and say you wouldn't be doing this unless something happened to you? Huh? And, and, and they the exactly would need to be. And know, they wouldn't that. be said, talking that talk if those motherfuckers weren't paying and giving them a bag. That's all right. Crazy. And that's the only reason they're doing it. So when the shoes on the other foot, you're still getting a bag to be talking shit about little kids. Man, go fuck yourself. Right. Exactly. And I mean, it's just, it's just a tough thing, you know. I really, it's hard now these days with the, you know, the way politics are. It's, it's. People are just at each other's head. Like, how do you just... And it sounds so like kumbaya, but how do you come together to say... Because it's almost like we, we probably have more in common than we think. But at these hard to- these topics are so polarizing that can't come to a common ground because of money and corruption. Yeah, and man. that's sad, man. Hey, it, it's something that needs to change. Um, but I think it kind of goes alongside with people still going out there and actually not just talking about it people are actually being a little bit more active now people are getting out and voting people are getting out and and, uh being more socially active until that happens on a larger scale um we're not going to see the results that we want so we need to change the fact the u.s is um when it comes to voting we vote less than any other democratic society so i think we need to figure that out i think we need to change that and um once that does start happening and people stop acting scared because that's really what it is we act scared of change we act scared of you know afraid of of what what can and can't happen oh i'm scared they're gonna take my guns oh i'm afraid they're gonna people are gonna come in oh look man just relax 
relax. Yeah. Let, let's let's start focusing on the people that actually live here. And the more we, often we do that, you know, I think the better it's going to be, man. But let, let me get off this 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 man because I, I I'll get I know pissy it's, all it's, day talking about it's this something nonsense. that can happen. But that's the thing too. Like, how do you talk about this without that passion and that? You know, anger coming. It's hard. It's yeah, man. hard. We, we have gotta, to, we have know, to be able to, you know, know, figure something out, though. Right. Um, moving on to something a little bit more positive. <laughs> just because, whew, God damn, I hate talking about that shit. Uh, um, Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B finally has uh, an album release date. She has an album dropping next week, like April 6th or some shit, man. Yo, what do you think about Cardi B dropping huh? an album? Do you think Cardi B's dropping an album because she wants to drop an album? Or do you think Cardi B's dropping an album because people think her ass is pregnant? What do you think? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> They're trying to get her ass out there to put this goddamn album yeah, out yeah. here. It's crazy, too, because she was hot a year ago. The album's just coming. What the hell? What are they trying to? What are they doing here? What? What? What is it? Hey a man, marketing look. Goal? I, hey, look. They. She might get super pregnant real quick, or she might already be there. So they might just be like, "Look, let's push this out." I don't know what it is. Um, but I put like this. I hope that the album is fire, because if the album is not fire. I think Cardi B can literally be gone as fast as she came in. Hell yeah. So, Hell especially yeah. this being her first major album, um, I wish her the best. I will pay attention to it. I will listen to it. I will download it. We will um, talk about it. We will talk about <laughs> it. I hope that I enjoy it. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, that, that was literally what I was going to, you know, I hope it's good, man. I do oh, like her, God, but I if it's it not, is. she gone. I like Cardi, man. I like she her gone. personality. I love everything about it, man. But all of a sudden, she's. I was just like, oh, come on, Cardi. Like, don't, don't, don't fall into like the, the the one hit wonder, one year wonder realm. Come on, come on. Man. And I hope she didn't come out and put all her best tracks on the radio. Yo, you know low key, mean? all those tracks are probably on her album. I, oh, that, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, half the damn album is going to be tracks that we listen to You're over right. and over already. So, it's got to be she something. She's going to have G-Yeezy's track on there. <laughs> she's going to have all kinds of, she's going to have all of her features on oh, there. Man. That's just, she's going to have 20 tracks on that thing, man. <laughs> right. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I guess we both looking forward to that, man. Uh, Virgil... Abaha, whatever the fuck his name. How do you say Verge's name? Verge. Verge from Off-White. We know Verge from Off-White. Verge from Off-White. Kanye's boy, all the, the, you know, all-around good guy, fellow Chicagoan himself, um, has just officially been named the artistic director of Louis Vuitton. Brother, how do you feel, and I I think it's awesome, but what do you feel about the, 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 the fashion, you know, how hip hop is really taking over all realms of you know American culture and world culture especially with fashion things like that man how do you feel about that man everybody wants to be scared of the hip hop guy or scared of the black guy or whatever it is but they want to look like us they want to dress like us it's real funny they want to feel what it's like to be from Wakanda (laughs) yeah nobody wants to admit we got some influence we got some influence strong influence like the world today the ins- you just look at how people dress, fashion, everything. I, I was just Man. reading in this book, um, Three Kings. Um, it's about uh, here. Let me pull it up. It's about like Diddy, Jay Z, and um, and uh, 
And what's it? Oh shit! I'm turning the damn thing on. And uh, Dr. Dre, it's about uh pretty much like the 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 the, the multi billion dollar like rise of like hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. And like the money and the different moves. Yo, it is so wild and incredible on how how hip hop really has affected culture and really how since the the, the 90s you know late 90s what it's done to the world stage mm-hmm. um yo this just ridiculous man hip hop is culture hip hop is American US culture is hip hop straight is. up that's what it, it is. is it is I mean you look at the world not even just America I mean you go to Asia that's what you see like you that's all they Asia, want man they want to be like us you see it right exactly it's it's amazing, honestly, and it also gives people in a way it gives people like hope and like you got a platform, you can do a lot of big things. Um, it's still it. racial tension. There's still you know. Uh, I mean, that's everywhere you go. Still all of that, but you can overcome that, and people want to look like us. People want to do what you do, so Straight it's pretty up. awesome. Well, look, man, I, I thought that was dope. Um, I'm proud of Verge. I yeah. don't know Verge. I, I, I don't particularly like the off-white joints in his clothes. It's not my thing. It's not my, it's thing. Not my thing. But I appreciate it, and I, you know, support, obviously, the best I can in terms of, you know, salute to Verge. Good, good luck with everything with that. Um, did you have anything else you want to touch on? Uh, any anything, any current events, anything you want to talk about? Nah, man, that was good. I wanted. To, I really wanted to hit on the, the race loop. Okay, best. No, I'm glad we got to do it, man. Um, so uh, there was some uh, before we kind of get into the breakdowns of the uh, upcoming Anthony Joshua Joseph Parker fight this upcoming weekend, the heavyweight showdown that's going to be held in London. Uh, before we kind of break that down, we talk about that. Um, I want to talk about a couple, you know, MMA current event news. There's a lot of fights coming up, a lot of different things. Um, to start off, man, I guess uh, the Demetrius Johnson TJ Dillashaw super fight is no longer happening. It seems like uh, uh, DJ, you know, uh, who in my opinion is the number number one pound for pound fighter of all time, mm-hmm. um, seems like he had soldier surgery and his shoulder still is 100%. So unless the fight is to happen sometime in like November, December, that fight's not gonna happen this year. Um, how bummed out are you on a scale of one to ten, man? What are you? How are you feeling about that? I mean, one? honestly, on a scale of one to ten, probably a three. I, really, a three. I, I want to yeah. see the fight. Did you think it was gonna happen? Yeah, I think it will. Okay, I think it will. But I'm, you know, I'm more on the, the I'm more so on the fence of show me. I don't, I don't like to I don't like to play speculation because you get your feelings hurt so much. I've got my feelings hurt so many nah, times. I can feel you. And I can go. That's not even just fighting and NFL, NBA, all that. When they right. just get, can we go a little too too fast? I want that fight bad. But it yeah. didn't seem like when they were talking about it, it wasn't. I was like, you don't hear. They enough. weren't enthusiastic it about right. it. That's there was I mean. something missing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I would have loved for that fight to happen. Um, I I love the idea of super fights, especially when it comes to guys who are like that same size. Right. Like they're the right size. Um, two of who, in my opinion, are two of the top five pound for pound fighters in the game right now. Right. I think that would have been incredible to watch. Yeah. It would have really been just skill for skill. It would have been a solid chess match. Right. Um, 
Nobody As of right, what was that? Nobody for DJ really to fight. Dog, so. DJ needs this fight, man. DJ yeah. needs a fight like this for his legacy, man. He's a great dude. He's wiped out his division. Yes, there's still Sergio Pettis. Mm. Yes, there you can fight, you know, Sejudo again. Um, look, look, there's always new guys coming up, and uh, you know, but come on, man. Mm-hmm. 11 title defenses in a row, man. The dude's a legend, man. Yeah. The dude's a god. And you, we have to kind of give him that prop. So I'm bummed out about it on a scale of 1 to 10. I guess I'm a five because I didn't know how close the fight actually right. was to happening. If it had already been like booked and they said this fight is an international it'd fight been in July, 11. then I'd have been, oh, like, I'd been super disappointed. You know, right. right. Until it happens, it's going to happen though. It's right. got to. It's no, got it to. will. It absolutely It'll will. It'll be up there with like Khabib Ferguson like in yeah. terms of yeah. How, how much we're looking forward they'll, to it. You know? They'll probably end up giving TJ somebody to defend his chip against. Um, I don't think it's going to be uh, Cody. I don't. He's not going to give Cody a shot. Um, would, neither would I. I'd be like, no, fuck that. They made me sit on the sidelines for two years. Yeah. I'm going to make you sit and, and fight like all the he competition. Didn't he didn't defend the belt. He didn't defend at all. Defend no, he didn't. I like man. Cody, but he didn't defend the belt. No. And TJ has beaten everybody yeah. in that division. The only person he didn't beat was Dom. And let's be honest, Dom lost that fight. He lost that fight. Dana White told That's him. The Fertitas told him. Yeah, Dom lost that fight. Ooh. And I have no idea after watching it over <laughs> and over again how they gave Dom the fight. But regardless, we already know how it is. TJ is one of the best in the game. DJ is one of the best in the game. Um, can't wait to eventually yeah. see that fight. I think it's yeah. going to happen. Um, but it's, it's, it didn't happen. I'm not worried about it. All right, next big thing. Finally, the man, <laughs> the fucking legend, the, the, the only three fight having the UFC and everybody's already talking about him like he's the man the third percenter himself um no not even i'm not even going i'm not even talking about him yet uh i'm going with your boy darren till oh yeah okay. we're, let's talk about oh, darren gosh. till first darren, darren till has finally been head uh signed to headline a fight against steven wonder boy thompson in england and Woo! I One can't big wait. That's probably the biggest that they could have given given him, in, b- besides the championship. Man, so Wonderboy, number one contender. They gave him somebody. He's only fought, you know, Darren Till's only fought one person in the top ten. He's big. He's rangy. He's in predominantly kickboxing. What do you think happens? Just, oh, I mean, granted, when the fight gets closer, we'll obviously break it yeah. down. But as of right now, man, what do you feel like is going to happen? Just off, off jump. Off jump. I'm a little, I can admit, I'm a little biased. Yeah. I've seen more of the guy. Yep. He's been in there in wars. He's gotten his ass tagged by Woodley. I gotta go with Wonder Boy. Initially, if it's just a stick, a stand-up kickboxing battle with Wonder Boy, but Till is a big motherfucker. He's you know a what? big dude. I I, I really I really do enjoy watching Till, and I'm with you. I just feel like Till. I'm not, and I'm always hesitant to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. For me, I have to see... Yeah, he beat Cowboy, but... Come on, man! Like I wasn't excited about that. Cowboys being—he—he he, he was on a little—he was on a down slide, so I can't give him all the props yet. But when it comes to Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy is what fifty-seven and no kickboxing yeah, that's what, with I knew like you were fifty-seven say, knockouts or something ridiculous. Ridiculous. If you strike with Wonder Boy and you play that game, people tend to lose. So. And the only person that didn't 
was labeled a boring fighter because he played it smart. He played it smart. He played it Wouldn't safe. He? You know, so Does here's Till's the gonna thing. Do that in his hometown? No, he Till's didn't. gonna go out there and he's gonna try to knock his face off. I think if Till goes out there and tries to knock his face off, mm-hmm. he's gonna catch some funky <laughs> question mark kick. He's gonna catch some funky spinning heel kick to the face. He's gonna get his face knocked off in front of his hometown fans. And then you know what happens? There goes your hype train. Shoot. UFC, you fucked go up back another to fight star. No Magni. Exactly. Sorry, no Magni. Exactly. I like it, but you're kind of the gate. So, look, man, I, I love the fight. I can't wait to watch it. We'll talk about it more when it comes yeah, up. For sure. Um, speaking of 30 percenters, yeah. Kamaru Usman, <laughs> the Nigerian sensation fighting out of Coconut Creek, Florida, great wrestler himself, is fighting Ponzinibbio, Santiago Ponzinibbio. Um, for those of us who don't know, Ponzinibbio is a solid, solid striker, big for the weight class. Um, he, he's knocked out some 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 really, really solid opponents. Um, of, uh, Gunner. Johnny. He, he, he fucked up Johnny, he fucked up Gunnar Nelson. Right. Granted, he, he hit him with the with a Three Stooges eye poke, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but he still, it was one of those things that... Um, um, that I mean, I'm a fan of Ponzinibbio, man. Dude, He's dude. a big dude. Um, granted, he got touched by one of my favorites, Lorenz Larkin, but that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they were like both undefeated, uh, he was uh, like undefeated, I believe. That's right. Um, but I think that's a great fight, man. Um, yeah. uh, this is, a, I think, this is a great opportunity for Usman. This is something for me that will show me that okay, yeah, he can beat yeah, those right. top guys. Right, exactly. So um, I love. I can't wait to see this fight. I think it should be very, very entertaining. And do not sleep on Ponzinibbio. I'm with you, yeah. I, honestly, I would have rather seen Usman versus Till. I still think Till needs to earn his way to Wonder Boy, but it, that's a great fight regardless. I just would have rather seen that. But the fight is happening. Usman believes he needs to be at a certain place. Prove it. Prove, Prove it. it. There it is. You just crack the top ten. Prove it. After this fight, you guys get those, you know, Kobe yeah. and Robbie's and Damien and Jorge. I think this is definitely one of those fights that the winner of, well, <laughs> I mean, look, man, there's a hell of a tournament going on right now in the uh, uh, welterweight. Yeah, it's, it's a hell of a tournament. I mean, because the winner of that, Kobe Covington, even though, boy, don't give me that bullshit interim belt. Yeah. The winner of the Kobe Covington fight could easily fight the winner of the uh, uh, Kobe Dos Anjos fight, could easily end up fighting the winner of the t- Wonder Boy fight. Mm-hmm. Who could easily fight the winner of this Ponzinibbio fight? Meanwhile, and, and, you got Robbie. And, and, me, and meanwhile, you have and Jorge. Jorge. And Jorge. And Jorge. Shit. So, yo, 170 is, is packed and is stacked, and they got some legit killers. Condit is still out there. Yo, he lost his Carlos Condit is washed. <laughs> Donald Cerrone is washed. Johnny Hendricks is washed. Gunnar Nelson is washed. He's up and coming. I like that dude. Dun Young Kim hasn't won since 19. 98 like get the fuck out of here yeah. with that all right man well with that being said that that was some good shit um all right well, moving to bellator benson henderson who has admitted his bellator reign has been anticlimactic um is about to fight the original ufc cover boy roger huerta crazy. first of all in it? i didn't know that nigga was still fighting <laughs> It's crazy. Dude, you got him. Ben, Ben, I haven't been the biggest fan of yours for years, but I've started to respect you more now. But like, you gotta win this one. Come on. I, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm say it just like this. I'm excited about this fight because I really want to see what ben, Benson hasn't fought in a while. I want to see what he has to offer. But if Benson takes an L, 
Benson, son, you, this you're washed. Go home. Be a coach. coach it's yeah. over. Be a great coach. Be, you great be a great coach. coach. He'd be a great coach. But at the end of the day, Benson, you're a legend. You don't have shit else to prove, bro. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. fucking grappling tournaments. Kick it. Take that. You know. you know. But if he if he wins this fight, don't listen to the fuck I'm talking to. We're talking about rec shop. Keep fighting. But you he has to be more more aggressive on the offense. Oh yeah. Exactly. His offensive end. I think he always loses the fight because he takes too long to get going. And honestly, that's what his whole plight right. has been his entire career. Right. He's smart. He's technical. He wins on points. But. You gotta go. I think he has to kind of smash this guy. Has to. I think he has to smash this guy. He's, has to. You know. Has to. Man. And I want him to. Yeah, man. Um, what do you what do you see out of uh, Huerta? You think Huerta has anything left? Honestly, I didn't even know he was. I hate saying this, you know, but I didn't even know he was still fighting. Straight up, man. I thought so that I'm motherfucker was still. I thought he was still in fucking Thailand somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I ain't. Yo, you know this motherfucker has a shaved head now. For real. He's a shaved wow. head. He looks like got a milk dead head and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> I gotta go check him out. But he looks yeah. like Mr. Lemon head himself. <laughs> it's nuts, man. I gotta check um, out Benson then. All right, man. Uh, one FC um, out of Japan. Uh, Gary Tonin has uh, officially the the grappling jujitsu standout coming out of uh, you know being represented out of uh, John Danaher and um, and uh, the Gracies and shit like that up there in, in New York. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I had a brain freeze with that one, but uh, he had his uh, MMA debut, uh, and yo, Buddy's hands were real spicy, yeah, man. Right. He went out there and got a TKO in his first in his MMA debut. Uh, you saw the fight, Bryson, man. What you think, dude? It's that classic thing where people are so worried about your grappling and your takedown. They don't want to be taken down. They're susceptible to getting fucked up, yo. touched up. Hey man, man, we forget that who he trains with. Yep. I mean, he trains with some of the best all-around MMA fighters in the world, man. Um, so, look, I, I think he can go as far as he wants to. I think he's possibly the number one uh, jujitsu practitioner in the world. Crazy. Um, honestly, it's either him, anybody from the Donaher Death Squad, any of those guys. Uh, so you know, so I can't that wait name to, is crazy. to. I love that name. I love it. I love it. And all those dudes were they're savages, man. That's they like rip your legs off. Tarantino movie or something. Man, and they all look like. And did you see? Buddy had the weird handlebar mustache yeah. and shit. Yo, he's ready. Yo, he's oh, man. he's entertaining. He's fun to watch, um, especially on jujitsu. But it seems like. Like MMA wise, he's just he's gonna be as entertaining to watch. So um, I can't wait to you know salute to Gary Tonin, keep that shit up. Yeah. Um, you know, fighting out of New York. Right? How old is he, by the way? Do you know? Is he uh, late twenties? Okay, so he's still yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's plenty perfect time for yeah. him. Yeah, he's great. Um, all right, my f- current favorite MMA fighter, Max Blessed Holloway, has continued talking spicy in the news, whether it be on some interviews with Hawani or uh, on Twitter. Um, he went ahead and said that Conor McGregor's been full of shit, been trying to bully him from the jump, <laughs> um, and Tyron Woodley's turned Hollywood. Uh, he he needs to relax, and finally Mayweather's being delusional and just an attention whore. So, Max, what do we what, what what you know? Say so, how do we feel about Max talking real spicy, man? I read it. He's not lying. He ain't lying. Yo, Max has been on point. So okay, so here, check it out. We're gonna we're gonna talk about. I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna start from the beginning. The the McGregor shit. McGregor has been coming at my man's head for a minute. 
Yeah. He keeps talking trash. And I will say this. Only time uh, Max has said anything is he, he he won't say anything unless you fuck with him first. Oh, yeah. So he started ripping, dude. And honestly, let's be honest. You, you McGregor said he was the king of chicken. Wow. I, I don't... I, I understand it was a Burger King commercial. I understand you probably got a lot of money. You're a fighter and you said you are the king of chicken and yet you have not defended your chip in 500? over five, 500 days? Wow. Over 500 days, is it? Yeah? Yeah? Wow. I don't want to hear shit from McGregor. So, again, Max Holloway. Trying to stay relevant. But, you know what I'm saying? I love that one from Max. Moving on to Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley, he made a good point about Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley stays on TMZ. Mm-hmm. He has his own freaking segment on that shit. Buddy needs to shut his ass up, focus on fighting, and stop be trying to be this media celebrity. Yeah, man. You, you. I mean, you shit. When you retire, man. And here's the thing: I understand him putting things in in place, right? And I love the fact that he is preparing for a career outside of MMA. That's beautiful. I want to see that. But the way that he's going about it, right, seems so ass backwards. He's all he's doing is going to run around and bitching in the media. And that's pretty much what um, Max said about him. He's like, all you do is cry about in the media. He was like, and all you do is retweet TMZ shit. Mm-hmm. So are you a fighter or are you this like TMZ media kind of thing? And let's be honest, TMZ is not even like real media. Like you're doing what you, you want to be uh, as like some pop culture. You know what it is? Right. He wants to be like the black Brendan Shaw. Right. That's, on that's on E! News and, and shit thinking. like that. Get the fuck out of here, man. Come on. You got to do better, Tyron Whitley. You're better than that. Right. Are you the champ, man? Are you the champ? Come on, man. Now, I will say, it's bullshit they're trying to snatch his belt. That's nonsense. But that really? Oh, oh interim, yeah. yeah. Interim belt, yeah. They're, they're, it's neither here nor there. Come on. He's actually been active. He's defended his belt. He's injured. He's only had not fought in six months. McGregor hasn't fought in 500 days. And you guys even talked about taking his belt. It took them forever to even admit that they were going to try and do that. So, yeah, yeah, man. And then he's also talking about training... Putting going through a training camp with uh, Mayweather. How do you feel about that? With Mayweather still flapping his gums. Man, I just I think it's a publicity stunt too. It's one of those things with kind of like TJ and uh, Demetrius. I just when it when it happens, that's when I'll be really excited. But until then, I'm just like, okay, whatever, man. I'm not about to be sucked suckered into this. But I love I love MMA. I love the news. So we're gonna. I I'm be honest with you. I don't see McGregor actually stepping his little ass. In, a, in the Mayweather. octagon this year. I don't see, I'm sorry, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Mayweather doing it. I don't see him jumping in there anytime soon, um, especially not to go in there and get embarrassed against, um, you know, one of the best guys in the world. So uh, we'll see what's up, man. Um, Show me those sparring sessions yeah, too. In the, in the, in the straight gym. up. MMA sparring. I would love to watch that. Get his ass whooped. Straight up, man. So, um, what else do you feel about like Mayweather McGregor and stuff like that? Yeah, man, I I just don't see I can't, I can't see it happening. I can right now at least. I want to we got to we got to see some actual footage. You know, Mayweather's not going to go into a gym and nobody's going to know. He can't, you know, he has his own gym in in Las Vegas, but is he training in Florida or St. Louis with Woodley? If they do, there's going to be you're going to see something. I want to see something, you know. I don't want to hear all this talk. Until right then, I right. just can't really. And even McGregor, when is he coming back? What's he doing? So there's so many other things going on. It's like, man, fuck y'all. y'all Straight to, up, y'all, y'all. I feel like they're bullshitting me. So y'all want to do something, do it. If not, I, I'm I'm not gonna be like this sacrificial land or like 
take in everything that you guys are fucking dishing me. Pretty much, man. Um, all right, so the other interesting news. Uh, LFA fighter Drew, Drew Chapman. Did you get a chance to see this? Yeah, man. All right, so this clown-ass dude, I think it was his MMA debut. Um, Who's that his debut? It too? was his Come MMA on, debut. <laughs> Fighting for LFA, which is a solid organization. Uh, this dude gets knocked down. Looks like he gets dropped by this big white boy. White boy going down, swinging, falls, knocks himself out on Chapman's <laughs> knee. Like he fell on top of it, knocked himself out. Chapman being so excited and exhilarated that he actually got an MMA victory. Granted, it wasn't by his own merits. Decided to do jump on dude's back and bust a, a front a flip. flip and land on Buddy. Like a spine buster. Is this WWE? Yo, does Chapman deserve a second chance <laughs> to ever compete again? I, I would say yes. I, I, I'm believing second chances, but he's on a, a short leash. It's kind of like, um, what's his name? Did the cost check daily when he hit him after the bell? It's kind of that thing. Like I, I thought he deserved a second chance, but that was horrible. It was know? bad. It was bad. It was Shit, bad. Man. Granted, I would love to still see Daly fighting in the UFC exactly. at 170, uh, but um, because it's his first. He's not a veteran. I give you like you're just a stupid idiot. Did he? He came out and apologized. He did. Right? He did. Look, I think you give him a suspension, low yeah. suspension. Yeah. You fine him. Um, granted, he is his first fight. This nigga probably idiot, only made man. like two grand at that. But uh, if, that. if that, you know what I'm saying. So find him like half of that. So find him like a stack. So he makes a stack for this BS win that he had, <laughs> and uh, and send this little dude on his on his way. Or this is what you do if you really feel a certain way about him. Give him a dog next fight. Give him a dog next fight and let him work that way. So either way, the universe has a way to figuring that shit out for him, man. So flip off his body, man. Dog. And it wasn't like they had the one thirty fivers or one twenty five. Dog, they're heavyweights. They're heavyweights. Dude had all kind of belly and titties (laughs) flopping all over the place, man. It was not a good look. It was so bad. What are you doing? And it was like, and then he like fell and like jumped around and started like celebrating as if he actually did something. You get if we had something that was like in in the sense of donkey of the week, we were trying to come up oh, with something. Oh man, he would yeah, get that clown easily. ass of the day. Clown ass it's of the really day. ridiculous, man. <laughs> uh, well, Drew Chapman, you fucked up, yeah, and I hope that you uh, end up doing something better in the future. All right, give him like you said, uh, give him a dog. Yeah, you know man, saying? we'll see about that. Well, we kind of start tra- let's let's transition a little bit into boxing. Um, the Canelo versus Triple G fight is in jeopardy. Um, Triple G said that if oh because Canelo not only did Canelo piss the original test the second taste test came back where the clombuterol levels were 10 times higher by the way what the fuck so whatever type of meat that was yo I want some Hell I need yeah. some Hell and yeah. uh some yeah we need some over here Mexico y'all got it cracking man man <laughs> straight up man supplements. those Mexican supplements bro <laughs> out there doing it man but uh Triple G says look I don't know and I don't care if he did it or not but uh what Triple G says that he will fight Billy Joe Saunders if the fight falls through hmm there's more to this story, but I wanted to think you said, how do you feel a fight between Triple G and Billy Joe, Billy Joe Saunders would go? Triple G scuffs him. 
You think so? Yeah. I, I think Billy Joe Saunders knocks his knocks fucking off. face Ooh, off. That's why we love this shit. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders is one of the scariest guys aside from Charlo in that weight yeah, class. He, is, he, is, he moves better than all those guys. He throws combinations. And one thing we forget is that he's actually bigger. So if he right. fights Triple G, he's a bigger guy than Triple G. Those shots, I don't think, mess with, with him. And honestly, man, yo, if you guys have had an opportunity to check him out, Billy Joe Saunders um, is a uh, is a buddy's best friends with Tyson Fury. Mm. They go out there. He's another one of the, the travelers. You know what I'm saying? The the, the they don't call, call Gypsy. They're travelers out there in in Europe. He sings. He's he's hilarious. And um, and dude can fight, man. Mm. He's super entertaining. Can fight. So I think that honestly, Triple G, if he fights. Um, I think if he fights Charlo, I think if he fights Billy Joe Saunders, I think it's trouble for him either yeah, way. Yeah, for, for sure, Charlo. For yeah, sure, man. Then. But Billy Joe is just a consequence of not enough people know who he is. Hey, man, you, you, we, we, we got to start watching him because Billy Joe yeah. Saunders is a bad motherfucker, man. Yeah. Um, and also, the other part of that story is that Jamal Charlo got on, I, on IG Live <laughs> and just goes after everybody. He's like, Triple, they don't want to fight. He's He calls out, he called out Billy Joe and uh, and Triple G. And don't get it twisted. I think everything that you're saying was 100% correct. 100% he's the number one contender. 100% he should be the one that gets that fight if the other fight falls through. So I know my man's is in the gym, uh, friend of the show, out there doing his thing. Exactly. Uh, you know, making it happen. And so, um, our boy just needs a big fight. We, he, needs he needs it, man. A big name. He still fights in, in April um, against the gentleman who pulled out on him. Um, uh, he fights April 21st, so we'll be talking about that fight when it, it comes up. So I can't wait for that. But uh, regardless, I definitely believe that he needs to fight against um, Canelo, Triple G, or Billy Joe Saunders, man. So, or um, what's the buddy that got in his face? Oh, uh, uh, people are triple G. Yeah, heck yeah, uh, Danny Jacobs. Jacobs, yeah. Yeah, Danny Jacobs. I mean, any of those guys would be a great. Only problem is Danny Jacobs is with HBO right now, mm. so I mean that fight um, also couldn't happen. But How messed up is it that that's a barrier? Ugh. I think it's silly. I mean, granted, they made it work for other events, but um, I, I would like to continue seeing um, yeah. seeing that kind of thing grow. Um, there's other boxing like beef and shit like that, but I don't really care to talk about it. Um, I just want to kind of get into this uh, Anthony Joshua versus Joseph Parker fight, man. Um, we all know the heavyweight fight coming up. Uh, Anthony Joshua is the um, the heavyweight, the I guess you can say the lineal heavyweight champ uh, right now. Um, he has the bulk of the belts. Uh, Joseph Parker has another one of the belts. And the American champ is, you know, the man, the myth himself, Deontay motherfucking Wilder, Bomb Squad, um, who I think is honestly the best out of all of them. Um, but uh, when we look at it, the, this matchup coming up, um, it is very, very interesting. It's very intriguing. Uh, for those of us who don't know, and those not in the know, Joseph Parker is a bad dude. So... Um, he's he somebody he would not back down. He's out of New Zealand. Um, he he throws great combinations. Uh, for an, for being a heavyweight, granted they said he's coming in a little lighter this camp, but it doesn't matter. He's lighter and he throws fast combinations. Um, if Anthony Joshua does not come prepared, if Anthony Joshua does not move his head, and we all know Anthony Joshua has zero 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 head movement. 
Parker comes in here and fucks up the Wilder fucking uh, uh, Anthony Joshua fight, and Parker is the one that's going to end up being the scariest guy out yeah, there. Yep. Um, so his name off of. Bill's the exact classic way to do it. So, um, with this fight coming up, um, how do you think it goes down, and uh, and who wins? Yeah, it's kind of what you said, man. If if he doesn't come in ready and overlooking this guy, he's gonna get his head knocked off. So that's literally how it goes. If he comes in prepared, you know, uh, on top of his game, even then, it's a tough fight. It's it's not, it's not set in stone. It's kind of almost like the Wilder Ortiz fight. People kind of overlooked Ortiz. He gave him a little run, but or, well, but Wilder, Wilder, Wilder nutted up and, and made shit happen. Exactly. You're right. So, everybody wants to see this Joshua fight, but if Parker comes in and blazes his ass, people will look at Parker too. Absolutely, see, he's gonna get that fame as well. So, I can see this fight. I put it like this: I can see this being like a a good fight where Anthony Joshua, for those who know, see him get outclassed. But he, because they're in London, because of the politics and boxing, I can still see Anthony Joshua winning a decision this fight. Mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't see... I don't see him knocking out Park, uh, Parker. Um, if anybody gets knocked out, I see Joshua being the one that gets knocked out. But if it goes to decision, um, which I believe it is going to go to, uh, I have Anthony Joshua winning at a decision, um, whether it be, uh, albeit a controversial decision. Yeah, I should have. I was going to ask, where is it taking place? And that's always in London. Always, yeah. always in London. That's they, crazy, they're man. fighting anywhere. Hey, man, you know what? Anthony Joshua is quiet as it ke- is kept. It's not fucking Canelo. Anthony Joshua is the biggest draw in boxing. He's a 6'5", yoke, 250-pound black dude, yeah. you know, who speaks well, dresses well, and is handsome. Yo, man, it's it's hard to, not to sell that. Right. He's, he's like this English gentleman. And then the cool thing on the other side of the pond, we have our American champion who is loud brash. and brash yeah. and dresses fly talk and then shit. talks shit. It's it's the perfect combination. It's the perfect storm. They're so both big as fuck. They're both big as fuck, so you guys. You know, so I can't yeah. wait to see the outcome of this event. Um, um, me personally, I mean, you know how, I'm, how I feel about it. What yeah. you thinking, man? Yeah, I mean, I I want Anthony Joshua to win because I, I do want to see that big fight. But again, if it, you know, I, I appreciate fighting and the fight game. If this guy comes in and beats him, he deserves that fight. He Absolutely. deserves the recognition. He deserves that big Vegas pay per view fight. Yep, yep. And so, yeah, but if it goes to the decision, Joshua got it. I feel you. I feel Joshua yeah. I'm with you on that one, man. So uh, this weekend, it's going to be on Showtime. Check it out. Um, yeah, we'll be watching. We'll be watching it, absolutely. We'll be right here holding it down. Um, we know I, um, we got Anthony Joshua um, in a decision. Uh, it's been some craziness, man, this week. Uh, March for Our Lives was a great, uh, great uh, event. I'm really, really happy that people were able to go out and support. Please, please, please don't let these moments be what stops, uh, you know, that, you know, stop the, the process. Right. Continue going going out there continue being active continue being you know um integrated in our politics and our social climate it's it's super important you have a voice yeah absolutely we, we need to have a voice uh ufc get your shit together man take care of your athletes put out a press release you know uh condemning usada and and giving your fighters the love that they actually deserve, man. They have to sit there and give those dudes the power and the love that they deserve. Um, oh, and last thing I wanted to talk about. And I, I, I meant to talk about it a little earlier. Yo, 
Ronda motherfucking Rousey. <laughs> this goofy on. bitch. <laughs> this motherfucker was you mean on. Bitch uh, nicely this time? No, no, fuck that hoe. <laughs> uh, dude, and look, I don't care what anybody says. Look, she's a, a terrible role model. She's an awful human being. And I and I'm sorry, I cannot support just nasty, ugly people, bro. I can't do it. She was on um, Mike and Mike in the Golick, yeah Mike or and Golick, Golick and or Go- whomever the hell it is. One of those dudes on ESPN. Um, that he and and he pretty much asked her a question on, you know, can you see yourself fighting in the future? Pretty much. But he used in time. It, but yeah, but he used in time. That's why he said it. I got it. Right off the bat, I understood what it. Meant. You, a twelve-year-old, would understand what he meant. Ronda Rousey did not. Ronda Rousey went ahead. Well, she did, and she just wanted to be an asshole. She wanted to be an asshole. Either way, regardless, yeah, sorry, man. Yeah. she went out here and flipped out and said, "What? Do I have a time machine? Can I go back in time? How can I go back in time? Do I have a time machine?" And you know what, man? It shows one that she was never a true champion. It shows that she was never a fucking role model. Some people can only be on top. And that's the thing. She's one of the ugliest forms and the ugliest examples of of a shitty fuck, a sore lo- a sore winner, a shitty winner right there. Like she's one of those like she's when she's hot, everything's great, but when she's not, you know, everybody sucks and everybody's out to get her. Ronda Rousey, kiss my ass, stay playing grab ass in the WWE. Real fight fans don't want you here because you're not a real fighter. We respect real fighters here on the Fight Podcast and everywhere else. And if and since you're not a real fighter, keep going over there and playing grab ass. She's fuck out of here. Honestly. She's She's not gonna be that great at that because she's not a good actress. She's an Sorry. awful actor. She fucked up the Entourage movie. Oh, she made the Entourage movie oh. trash. Can I say cringeworthy? Go ahead and say yeah, it. That was oh, in that movie. God, that was horrible. It was her. Um, oh, she was in some movie that was a big movie. I don't know. Oh, she was in one of the Fast and Furious movies oh, and she fucked God. that up. Yeah, that's what it was. And, and yeah. she was in it, she was the worst actor in the Stallone movie with yes. full of garbage actors. Come on, man. <laughs> right. She's she's a scrub wow. and the fact that she continues getting opportunities is re- just beyond me, bro. Ridiculous, man. Well, I can't even stand it, man. What happens when she fails in WWE? Now she's Oh, uh, then it's going to be somebody else's fault. Else. It's going to be somebody else's I fault. Bad for Brown. I, I don't. Know. He's a clown. <laughs> Ass motherfucker too. I just knew you were gonna say that. So I, was I don't just care. Throwing an alley. Yeah, too, man, man. I don't give a damn, man. So look, that's it, man. I think that's all we have for this week in the fight podcast. Yo, yo, yo! I forgot to tell you guys, we are officially live. Yes, you can find the fight podcast now officially on iTunes podcasts. You can also find us on Share Dog. Please, 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 rate it, subscribe, download. Tell your friends. We also have merchandise coming out. You will start seeing that on social media next week. You'll be able to buy it directly on our social media page and on our website, thefightpodcast.com. We're out here doing it. We're out here representing for the people, for the culture. It is, you know, so um, with that being said, Bryson, do you have any closing thoughts, man? Nah, man, I'm with it. Everybody get out there, have your voice be heard, and listen to some fights. Watch some fights. That's it, man. Um, Closing out, man. This is the Afro-Latino, man. The host, Sergio Vicente. We're here. I'm joined again this week by my guest host, Bryson Brownlee. Uh, Brother, thank you very much. And, uh, yay. Peace out, man. You guys have a good one.